Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Hey, I guess I want to talk about single die games, specifically the D6. We'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, yeah. well, I wanted to give a little love to the Lowly D6, which to me is the standard die for every gamer. I mean, we've got seven to choose from. Well, six, the two are percent, we count percentile dice, it's seven. But Seems like D6s get used the most. You use them for rolling up your stats in D&D, um, you know, that kind of thing. There's a lot of things that use that use dice that I can really can't think of right now. But <laughs> And there are games which just use D6s, a la Champions or Tunnels and Trolls. And I know there's more out there. Now... I kind of like D10-based systems too, but D6s is one of those things where I've done it so long I can do it with my eyes closed, especially with basic D&D. But why, why be boring? Let's use that D6, especially for damage. You know, the early days of D&D, you've heard that, among other peccadilloes, is the fact that all the weapons did a D6. All of them. Because... I think when they were writing it, that wasn't their main concern about da- damage. wasn't their main concern. Uh, yes, you uh, you you hit the you know you you damage the monsters and you kill them, whatever. But it seems like they were more into the adventure and exploring stuff, if you know what I mean. And monsters are just another obstacle. As a matter of fact, I don't think mo- I'd have to look back in the original books, but I don't think monsters had all that many hit points. That's why I says, "Oh, D six for everything." Nobody ever thought of like individualizing the weapons. Well, guess what? As a GM, you can do it. That's right. And I'm pointing at you. You can't see it, but I am pointing at you. What's wrong with? I mean, here's here's the thing. Here's my argument. There's a lot of people saying, oh, they all, they, they all do D6s. Why don't I just, what's the difference between a, a, a spear and a, and a sword and a dagger? Well, the difference is what you make of it. Okay. Now, there is nothing saying that a, that a weapon cannot do more than 1D6. As a matter of fact, I would prefer it. You know, I I like individual damage. That was nice, but it was kind of when I went back to when I finally learned back 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 into basic, after spending low that many years in AD and D first edition and second edition. It was kind of a breath of fresh air to have just a D six to work with, because back here's here's something I I I just don't understand. I don't understand about. Uh, the 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 first edition game. Each weapon had a damage for small and medium and large. Okay, fine. They're getting a little crunchy here. People want to. Well, if I hit a giant, 
you know, that's going to do less damage than if I hit a kobold. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. But in basic, they wanted to simplify everything. So everything had one one type of damage. Also, you didn't have this like, you know, uh, slashing damage, burn damage, ice, you know, uh, rending damage, you know, that kind of thing. That was the GM's job. If there's a critter that is a special attack and they throw a special attack and it does damage, you can say, oh, he just shot an ice beam at you. It is cold damage. And it is, but the player's responsibility to say, oh, okay, my character, either for a class or class or backstory or whatever, takes more damage from cold or it goes through my it goes through my defenses or the, you know, that kind of thing. So you have to, it's more of a, they're giving you laissez-faire on it. So that's basically what you do. And if you're, they're all doing D6, well, that's all well and good, okay? That's all well and good, but there's no reason why you can't say, well, you know that two-handed sword over there? It does a D6 plus three. You see that big old bastard sword over there? That does 2d6. So yeah, you're getting... And not to mention magic weapons. Magic weapons always get pluses. So the lowly d6 has a really good use in a game. Uh, I've used it for... I've used it for charts, for tables. I've seen tables with like, you know, one to six. If you just need one to six, use a d6. You know, Gary, I've heard Gary used to make decisions, yes, no decisions. And somebody said, ask, can I climb that wall? Can I get that that thing up, thing up there? Can I, you know, jump into this, this pit and rescue him? And if there wasn't, you know, anything that specifically dealt with that, he'd take a D6 and go, boom. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. Go ahead. Or no. No, too far. No, it's too far. What he would do is you roll a d6 and one, two, three, yes. Four, five, six, no. 50 50. 50% rule. It always works. And what do you use? A d6. I mean, you could use a d10. One to five is yes. Four, six to 10 is no, or however you want to do it. You do use a d4 if you're that, you know, if you, you don't want to do that. But the d6 seemed to give you the best odds. And for instance, in my Monday game, Carlos, Carlos, our, our GM, uh, he does he does the old evens or odds things, and I know it's a fifth edition game or whatever edition it is, yeah. But he does the old evens or odds thing. He rolls a d6, and you tell me did I roll even or did I roll odd? And if you guess right, the thing happens, or you you're spared damage or something, whatever the situation is. You, it it's beneficial for you. So, you know, don't ever poo-poo a D6. Now, D4s, no, no, you're not supposed to poo-poo any dice, actually, because they're they're useful. I, you know, I even, <laughs> I mean, D8s you use for monster hit dice, at least I do, um, and things like that. Then there's the D12. Everybody's going, what about the D12? What about the D12? Use it. You know, you just you can use it for something more than what time of day it is or something like that. 
you know, you gotta you gotta start thinking out of the box with some of these dice, because yeah, yeah, it's underused. Okay, fine, but that doesn't mean you have to underuse it. You can come up with your own charts to use randomly. You can cover situations that deal with a D12. As far as I'm concerned, D12, if something did, okay, getting back to non-D6, you know, games where you have different different damages, frankly, if anything does a D12, that'd be awesome. If I, if it does a stand, I mean, I think a D10 is awesome on some of these, these weapons, but a D12 would be even more awesome. But getting back to the D6, you can always roll two D6, you know, that's, that's two to 12 right there. So, you know, don't, don't poo-poo the D6, and it comes handy for more stuff than you can think of. All right, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com. You, or you can drop a voicemail at Spotify for Podcasters. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you for single donations. My Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Those things are getting lonely. You should use them, folks. Anyway, let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jason from Morrow Project, Gilbert Sars, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. For other good podcasts, there's Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. Ha <laughs> ha!